Good afternoon and welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. Coming up this afternoon, Glenda Lee Allen Vossler will chat with Rick White, President and CEO of the Canadian Canola Growers Association. Up first in today's country comment, we'll be joined by Tyler Fulton of Hams Marketing Services with a hog market update. The latest farm news and market numbers all coming up over the next 60 minutes. The time now is 12 o'clock. Here's a look at our local news. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Manitoba Farm Journal. Forward hog contract prices open the week sharply higher. Tyler Fulton is Director of Risk Management with Hams Marketing Services. We caught up with Tyler yesterday. They're opening up um, sharply higher. Uh, we're seeing uh, the futures market make some gains. We're not quite back to the, you know, to the highs that we saw about three weeks ago or two or three weeks ago. But we're... Um, we're kind of bounced off of the lows that uh, that were made last week, and um, and still represent really very good value. Um, so today we're seeing the futures markets actually up about uh, two to you know two to two fifty uh, across most futures months, with most of the focus being on uh, the summer time frame uh, with those gains. I think the expectation is that we're going to be looking at fairly tight supplies um, and still rock-solid demand going uh, going into the summer grilling season. And uh, what about cash prices? Cash prices are holding pretty firm as well. Um, you know, it, it's always going to be very specific by producer as to whether or not uh, profitability is going to be there um, because of the cost of feed ingredients. But... Um, for the most part, cash prices are profitable, um, especially for this time of year, and uh, and we expect that they'll probably still raise and you know still increase another ten to fifteen percent um, from current levels over the course of the next two months. So the the prospect looks pretty good, and and uh, and we're not seeing any big uh, concerns or anything in the mar- in that uh, side of the market. That was Tyler Fulton, Director of Risk Management with Ham's Marketing Services. A look at what's happening in the markets this afternoon is coming up. Good afternoon, I'm Corey Canute. The Conservative Shadow Minister for Agriculture, Agri-Food and Food Security, John Barlow, is concerned by the rising costs for the ag sector. Budget uh, 2022 was mostly re-announcing a lot of the spending outlined in the 2030 Emissions Reduction Plan. Um, which reinforces a lot of what the, the parliamentary budget officer already confirmed, uh, that the rising carbon tax to $170 a ton um, won't reduce emissions, but it's going to have a uh, very detrimental impact on, on the agriculture sector. And that's, uh, you know, that's going to be exasperating what we're already seeing in terms of increased costs and, and inputs and inflation. Um, it just seems like a, a nonsensical time to be increasing taxes on on Canadian farmers. Forward hog contract prices open the week sharply higher. Tyler Fulton is Director of Risk Management with Hams Marketing Services. We're seeing uh, the futures market make some gains. We're not quite back to the, you know, to the highs that we saw about three weeks ago or two or three weeks ago. We're kind of bounced off of the lows that, uh, that were made last week and still represent really very good value. Fulton says cash prices are holding firm as well. And Canadian Western Agrovision reported a $321,000 loss for 2021. Past President Chris Lee says COVID played a big part of the loss. 
the good news here is uh, we were able to put the show on, the 50th show. And, um, you know, by all reports and what have you, it, it may have been one of the best shows that we'd ever had in 50 years. And simply from the fact that finally got people back together and, uh, you know, the atmosphere in the barns and what have you was extremely positive. Just people getting back to somewhat normalcy. He notes they saw gate admission go from about 120 to 125,000 people down to 85,000 last year, while livestock entries were down by 25 to 30%. That was a look at today's farm news. I'm Corey Canute. Good afternoon and welcome to the Prairie Eggwire for Tuesday, April 19th. I'm Corey Canute. Coming up today, Glendalee Allen Vosser will chat with Rick White, President and CEO with the Canadian Canola Growers Association. Agriculture and Agri-Food Canada held an industry consultation town hall discussion last week, focusing in on Canada's goal of reducing fertilizer emissions by 30% for on-farm use by the year 2030. Rick White, president and CEO of the Canadian Canola Growers Association, was part of that discussion and talked to Glendalee Allen Vossler about their focus and the concerns they have with that, as well as discussions around potential changes to the PMRA. Well, we were were trying to understand, uh, like, you know, what what they were thinking mostly. So there's a lot of listening. Um, But it's such an important issue that touches Farmers, fertilizer is critical to their to their their farming operations, and so I think the messages that we were bringing to the table, for the most part, was talking about sustainability and balancing that. And what that means is we need to con- con- consider the economic impacts um, against environmental um, aspirations here. And um, there's only so much farmers can do economically to help with the environment. And so we were just making sure that uh, they understood that sustainability means economic sustainability, not just environment. Uh, Those two have to come together somehow. Uh, When you look at sustainability from a farm's perspective, um, it's economic sustainability as much as it is environmental uh, sustainability. So we need and we provide a response to the conversation to focus on farmers. If they're not economic, they're not sustainable in the first place. So if we're going down this path, we need to focus on fertilizer emissions reduction and certainly not a reduction um, of fertilizer use in this country because that will uh, create significant financial hardship for farmers. I know a number of farmers that I have talked to, that's the issue they're raising is, is this just a step towards a dramatic drop in the ability to use fertilizer, especially at a time when we're seeing the global population increase and the need for more food? Yes, absolutely. I mean, if you just go out and cut fertilizer, production tanks and people starve. So that's where we're coming from too. And quite frankly, we don't even have any baseline data about what fertilizer emissions are right now with current farming practices. So we need some baseline data to work out first so we know what the reduction is going to be made from and know if we're going to make headway in that direction and how best to do it. Um, simply just cutting fertilizer use is, is not the way to go. And we 
articulated that message during the town hall. Every farm, every farmer is different. Uh, their economics are different. Their land is different. Their emissions are different. And so um, we need to find a way, um, or the government does, if they want to have a emissions reduction target here for fertilizer use. Um, we need to start measuring what the emissions uh, are, what kind of emissions are associated with fertilizer use uh, in on Canadian soils. So, so um, you know, we'll continue to be involved. Definitely, this is a big issue. And one of the main points that we made too was that the town hall meeting was in by invitation only. Um, and when we heard about that, uh, we went into that town hall and said, "This is such an important issue." You need to have an open session with farmers. This needs to be a real town hall with farmers. And it's not a good time of the year right now to be talking this because we're getting close to spring. Um, they did get the message loud and clear that uh, farmers directly at the grassroots level need to be consulted on this and they need to have a fair, open and transparent consultation with farmers. So hopefully they'll open up an, another session of this webinar um, to include all farmers who want to participate so that they can hear directly from the farmers and, and farmers can feel at least they've got some input to this process. It's very important to do that. When you look at the timing of things, here we are mid-April and the consultation deadline is beginning of June, June 3rd. Right. And we had a similar situation with the PMRA, the uh, Pest Management Regulatory Agency, um, they are going out with a consultation on transformation issues. And again, this is uh, like, you know, pesticide issues. And, and um, the same thing, um, we had a meeting with them and, uh, and they talked about the consultation going off into June. And I said, look, you need to have a special uh, session open to the public, farmers in particular, before they go seeding. We had uh, this similar issue with PMRA and then they responded. So hopefully Ag Canada can get a, get something out uh, and make it, uh, uh, get, a, get a town hall that's open to farmers before they go out seeding here in the next week or two. I don't know if they can move that fast, but we're gonna push them. Talk to us a little bit about the PMRA discussions. Yeah, on the PMRA, there's uh, there, there's a review going on regarding the regulatory approach uh, that uh, that PMRA yeah, has followed, and they're trying to transform it. They've got more money and, and uh, more ability to do things, um, but they're also responding to providing the public um, and others with more transparency on their process. So. Um, there's a lot of things that are being discussed around that about what the new um, the new PMRA will look like. They're talking about a scientific uh, advisory committee adding that to provide some further arm's length um, distance to their decision making. And uh, but again, we we insist and uh, continue to uh, ask that they maintain a science based approach to approval of pesticides and renewal of pesticides as we go forward. Stick to the science uh, and make sure that there's no political interference in any of that decision-making process. So um, we'll see how it goes, but uh, yeah, it's going to be a few months here of, uh, of, of them listening and uh, we'll see what they do. Overall, final thoughts, key comments you would like to leave with producers today? 
Um, I, I would say, uh, like, you know, these are very important issues, particularly the uh, fertilizer emissions reduction and the PMRA consultation process, both those. Uh, I know there's lots of farmers on the call today with PMRA, so I would encourage farmers to please make the time to dial in at every opportunity to uh, have your voice heard. Um, you can hear what's going on. You can ask questions. You can call them after the fact. Um, but I think on these that are so touching farmers so closely and their farming operations, I just ask that they um, try to have their voices heard. It's very effective hearing it from a farmer um, when, when the regulators are contemplating changes. That's Rick White, President and CEO of the Canadian Canola Growers Association. For Golden West, I'm Glendalee Allen Bossler. Thanks, Glendalee. That's it for the Prairie Eggwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. On behalf of Glendalee Allen Vossler, I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Eggwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network. Time now for a look at the farm calendar. Dairy Farmers of Manitoba is hosting its spring meetings this month. The final meeting takes place April 21st at the Pat Porter Active Living Centre in Steinbach. Looking ahead, Manitoba Forage and Grassland Association is putting on a Fence and Water Solutions workshop June 1st. The cost is $30. MFGA is hosting another workshop July 6th. This one entitled Health Check for Your Pasture and Soil. Cost for that is $30. You can register for both events on the MFGA website. And July 11th to 14th, Seeds Canada is holding its annual meeting at the RBC Convention Centre in Winnipeg. Continuing with the Manitoba Farm Journal here on this Tuesday afternoon, Farm Credit Canada is offering enhanced credit line options and increased crop input loan limits to address recent input cost increases. Shannon Weatherall is Senior Vice President of Prairie Operations. We've got two changes underway right now in recognition of increased input costs that our producers and processors are facing right now. We're offering credit line increases to crop input financing customers to meet specific pre-approval criteria and also offering two-year credit lines for qualified customers to access up to a maximum of 500000 And both of those are really to support our customers to ensure they have the financing in place uh, to keep their day-to-day operations running smoothly. Yeah, and um, as you mentioned, it, was it really the, uh, the higher input costs that, that led to this? It is. We really want to ensure producers and food processors have sufficient capital to bridge any cash flow gaps during this time of multiple input cost increases. Are there other options for for farmers who uh, might need some help? Yeah, we we have lots of options available. And the biggest thing I would stress is if you're uncertain or you want to have a discussion, please come in and talk to us. We're always happy to talk to people. If you have a relationship manager, reach out to them or contact our local FCC office or our customer service center. The number's on our website, and we're always more than happy to talk to you and work through a customer's individual situation. Is this something that um, FCC does, you know, from time to time? We do. We're really conscious of uh, supporting our customers. Agriculture is all we do. We're constantly watching the markets and watching what's happening and looking to support customers to ensure day-to-day operations keep running smoothly. 
That was Shannon Weatherall, Senior Vice President of Prairie Operations with Farm Credit Canada. Another look at what's happening in the markets heading into the close is coming up in just a moment. Time now for another look at today's farm news. The futures hog market has been making gains as forward hog contract prices open the week sharply higher. Tyler Fulton with Ham's Marketing Services talked about cash prices. Cash prices are holding pretty firm as well. It's always going to be very specific by producer as to whether or not the profitability is going to be there because of the cost of feed ingredients. For the most part, cash prices are profitable, especially for this time of year, and we expect that they'll probably still increase another 10 to 15 percent from current levels over the course of the next two months. The prospect looks pretty good, and we're not seeing any big concerns or anything in the mar- in that uh, side of the market. The Conservative Shadow Minister for Agriculture, Agri-Food and Food Security, John Barlow, says some of the announcements for the agriculture sector in the Liberals' federal budget sound promising. Well, it's good to see, um, you know, some, some compensation finally put out uh, for some promises that have been made in the past, like the, the Prince Edward Island potato ban, the supply managed sectors, uh, see some sort of a solution uh, or at least a temporary solution for the temporary foreign worker problem, uh, you know, an emergency uh, strategy there to address what has been a very uh, acute labor crisis. Um, but, you know, announcing these things, the Liberals have been very good at announcing things, but very bad at actually following through. And Canadian Western Agrovision held its AGM last week. Past President Chris Lees reported a $321,000 loss for 2021. Certainly, COVID played a big part of it. Um, you know, we were 25 to 30 percent down on livestock entries, and uh, you know, you know, the same at the gate coming in. Um, you know, we've been somewhere in the neighborhood of 120 to 125,000 people coming through the gates. Well, last year we had 85,000. So, but those are the main causes. Lee's now passes the reins over to Kim Hextall who moves into the president's chair. Show dates for 2022 are November 28th to December 3rd in Regina. I'll be back after this to wrap up today's program. We've come to the end of another Manitoba Farm Journal. I'm your host, Corey Canute. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. Today's closing numbers with more in-depth commentary on what's happening in the markets is coming up at 10 to 2 on the Markets Farm Program. Coming up on tomorrow's show, we'll have details from Dairy Farmers of Manitoba's spring meetings. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. Hope you can meet us back here tomorrow starting at 12 noon.